0: Elephant in the Room is an anarchist radio show from Dresden, Europe, where we talk with activists from all around the world about politics, life and universe. Airing every second and fourth Monday of the month on Color Radio. You can find the podcast version of the show on the Channel Zero Network or on your favorite podcast platform. From activists for activists. Great. Hello here by Elephant in the Room today we have a friend from ukraine and we want to talk a little bit about the recent development in the solidarity work i guess first of all nobody expected in february the war to start and second of all i guess most of us hoped that it is over now but unfortunately it's not so solidarity work is something which is still really really important And yeah, that's why we have a guest today. We would like to approach the topic a little bit. Maybe you want to introduce yourself to our listeners.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Yuri. I'm uh, from uh, the collect- uh, solidarity collectives, uh, formerly known as uh, Operation Solidarity, uh, which is like we reformatted now and uh, we continue basically what we have been doing before and uh, expanding into like uh, other areas now. And uh, yeah, continue, continue with our solidarity work.
0: Okay, so I guess you know what is my next question. (laughs) Why is there this reforming of the initiative? What are the recent developments and why Operation Solidarity does not exist in a way it existed before anymore?
1: Well, yeah, to to put it short, uh, we had an uh, internal conflict. Uh, One of the uh, organization founders, uh, it it happened during the first months of of the war. It happened so that one of the founders uh, kind of concentrated a lot of resources in his hands. And he also like was not 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 always was uh, sometimes it was uh, uh, unacceptable behavior toward commerce from his side and this uh, position of uh, kind of informal power he had uh, started being more and more of a problem and then yeah then it expanded to other issues as well and uh, but the, the biggest uh, biggest issue was with this uh, decentralizing of resources which was fortunately blocked from uh, his side and the side of his. Work like a group of uh, a group of three in total and we tried to negotiate uh, for quite a long time to like part uh, part our ways uh, in a peaceful way and to like uh, maybe create some kind of umbrella organization and to, to work separately but on the same uh, name uh, but uh, yeah it didn't uh, unfortunately didn't work out so in the end uh, we um, and decided that it's been too long, uh, and uh, that uh, it would be, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not worth it anymore, and that we should just, uh, uh, yeah, form form a new new media accounts and uh, new everything, and uh, continue with our work because it was dragging uh, to, uh, like uh, taking too much of our time. This uh, all this conflict and all these uh, attempts and uh, negotiation.
0: Well, it's a pity you hear, but obviously you figured out a way to continue and also learned uh, some important uh, of our way to organize decentralization. So can you introduce this new initiative? What is the political understanding of this initiative? How would you describe it?
1: We decided uh, on the name uh, Solidarity Collectives, uh, which uh, is uh, stressing like what uh, we want to be. We don't want to be like single uh, centralized organization, but rather a network of uh, autonomous collectives there may be own uh, agendas or focuses like uh, ecology on feminism etc uh, etc et and they they can like be as as autonomous uh, as possible because uh, partly for practical reasons uh, because uh, like to to maintain this uh, centralized organization it uh, takes a lot of a lot of time to just maintain that uh, structure it takes a lot of either uh, like Control or bureaucracy and both uh, are unacceptable uh, for us uh, because, uh, yeah, because uh, of of our political use. So it includes a number of uh, uh, individuals and initiatives from like anarchist uh, or anti-authoritarian left uh, political spectrum we try also to talk to our uh, like uh, far reaching goal one of our far reaching goals is uh, to create some sort of uh, uh, solidarity networks uh, which uh, can be uh, useful not uh, just now but afterwards as well because both in ukraine and uh, outside of it because we don't know what's gonna how, how this uh, this war will progress and will happen how it will end and what will happen afterwards and uh, it will probably be uh, the difficult times for um, uh, probably all uh, <laughs> all the world, or at least Europe and uh, Asia and North Africa and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, uh, I'm naming just regions which uh, will probably be uh, directly affected by the current war in Ukraine. And so, times like this, uh, you need to stay active at first. First of all, I mean, to stay visible uh, in a wider society, to promote ideas of uh, future world of uh, how we uh, would like to 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 see it and to make an effect on um, development of uh, of events
0: okay cool what are your political goals right now like how would you frame it you said now your and your self-understanding is no more like a wider network so i assume that the goals you try to reach maybe also changed a little bit
1: uh, yeah. Well, uh, first of all, our main uh, goals is uh, still like uh, day to day stuff to support comrades and uh, other other people uh, who are in in military units with everything the necessary and trying to expand uh, our humanitarian branch and also work uh, like in the media field uh, to like uh, counteract uh, some uh, dominant narratives, etc., etc. So we. are... Uh, For the most part, we're busy with uh, this uh, day-to-day stuff, uh, but uh, our political goal, one of our political goals is uh, to stay visible, uh, to stay visible in Ukrainian political field, to have uh, have actual political future for uh, for structures, individuals, whatever, but uh, mainly for our ideals to promote uh, the ways of of, of like self organizing at uh, and uh, of uh, like lack of uh, uh, non hierarchical structures etc uh, etc cetera, et cetera. yeah and also to expand our contacts and to like uh, actually create like wider networks uh, of uh, people and uh, initiatives from with with different focuses uh, to have some kind of maybe not formal structure but something like uh, more flexible uh, fluid if you want uh, but uh, nevertheless uh, effect
0: eventually we started the interview with a huge challenge you were already facing in the last five months the way how people interact with each other how Solidarity work could be organized. We're facing challenges inside the group. But I assume there are actually more challenges with the solidarity work in general. Maybe we can elaborate a little bit about this topic. What kind of challenges did you face actually in the last uh, five months? And how can we approach them to support the solidarity work, to learn from each other and maybe change some of the problems to, to support you? What would you think is are the most challenges you faced?
1: Uh. Oh, <laughs> where should I start? <laughs> uh, there are a lot of them. Basically, like in uh, like the fifth month, uh, like the one of the biggest challenges, uh, which is like felt uh, for on on a personal level, is a little bit of uh, fatigue is uh, settling in. Like first month, or first uh, two months, uh, it was uh, many things were done, and this. Uh, Uh, adrenaline rush you know and uh, people were like sleeping for five hours a day and they were okay with it and they were still like uh, full of energy of course it it cannot uh, last forever so there is uh, some kind of uh, fatigue setting in and uh, this internal conflict dragged a lot of of our resources our like inner resources and things like this uh, yeah it's uh, like one of the lessons we probably get from this is uh, to try to 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 catch these uh, situations early on and deal with them uh, before it's too late. Potential conflict or potential concentration of resources in one hand. Yeah, this is well, like like one of one of uh, the biggest uh, lessons we can uh, we can take out from this. Otherwise, people like in now a new uh, network there are like good people and which is which which you can uh, interact with in a good way. Uh, still at the same time, we have like some. Differences, uh, either uh, our like uh, more tactical things, like our like what what shall we do in in nearest time, what our priorities are, etc., etc. And uh, this of course uh, take a lot of uh, time to discuss to like reach some kind of agreement uh, on uh, on this uh, sort of things. But uh, yeah, but uh, as long as uh, the structure is organized properly and uh, as long as uh, people are ready to listen to each other which we fortunately i feel like we we do have this uh, now in our initiative yeah that's uh, that things are you can deal with with, with this sort of otherwise uh, we are now thinking about uh, expanding our activities it also takes a lot of uh, organizational work and uh, we're still finding out uh, the ways uh, how to how to do this how to maybe bring in uh, more people willing to help to like integrate them uh, either into into initiatives or into uh, some areas they are interested in etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh, this is like the kind of organizational work we are doing right now and another one another branch is uh, to like create uh, more stronger stronger networks uh, stronger like, uh, relationships and contacts uh, with uh, other initiatives both uh, in Ukraine and uh, across the border mainly in in european countries and we are thinking about how it might work so it can function properly without like a need to uh, micromanage it uh, uh, etc
0: a lot of things you just mentioned Kind of tackle the question of sustainability. So first of all, how can I as a person maintain my energy to continue in this solidarity work? How can we keep up the people uh, who support were who also really important from abroad to maintain the solidarity? And how can we create structures that are working in a sustainable way i guess this is a huge challenge did you discuss this deeper do you already have approaches you can share to maintain this kind of sustainability and this resilience for this whole organization
1: well we're still it's still a work in progress and we're still like figuring figuring that out now it's more like we, we uh, for the most part, uh, trying different things and you know decide on, on our next steps uh, as as we go. There are some plans uh, to create some kind of online communities with uh, like representatives from from different initiatives across the Europe, for example, to uh, kind of coordinate. But yeah, it's still a kind of more or less a work in progress, and uh, we don't 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 have any like uh, answers it's still. Very much an open uh, open. Question. Questions for us uh, as well. We were figuring it out.
0: And how did you approach it inside of the collective? How are you still after five months? And you said at the beginning people were sleeping only five hours how did you manage to to have enough energy to continue
1: well first of all we need to rest sometimes and <laughs> i think that uh yeah we, we should uh, we should talk about this more and in, in, in inside our initiatives and maybe i don't know maybe make people rest if they uh, if they don't want to sometimes yeah otherwise uh, of course few few people were like too tired and they uh taking some uh, some kind of uh, vacations for now and for this uh, like we kind of figured out who will uh, like uh, step up uh, to to do what they've been doing like uh, some kind of rotation and we we'll probably uh, need to expand this uh, this approach to other people and to maybe more systematically for people to take some rest now our work is a little bit more organized than it was in the first uh, month it's not as hectic and doesn't take as much time for the most part to uh, like in in the first month so so sometimes you actually have uh, an hour an hour or two to <laughs> do something else uh, or uh, even even day even a day if you're lucky. <laughs> Yeah, but it's uh, still like very, very much. It's, it's, it's not, uh, we don't do it. We're not doing it in a systematic way for now. And uh, I think we should. We should because uh, people, uh, when a person is overtired, a uh, person is, uh, is not productive. So we are all uh, interested in more like practical reasons as well as ca- ca- caring about each other, taking care of each other.
0: I imagine people in Europe or all around the world who support might not be so emotionally involved as you because you're there. This is the place you live. These are your homes, Uh, which under threat right now. You also talk about the general question of how the war affects you right now, or you try to not do that because it's such a big pressure to actually discuss this?
1: Well, the war, I mean... you kind of uh, when 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 you're on the spot. I mean, uh, far, farther you get uh, from the front line, more, more nervous and more anxious <laughs> you become because of what's going on. Because it's uh, it, it feels more uh, more scary when when you read it uh, about it on the news than like uh, in comparison with uh, if if you're actually actually there. But, uh, I guess it, it affects all of us, but, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's difficult. It needs to realize how much it affects us. Yeah. You need to kind of. Uh, Look from the outside because uh, we 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 cannot uh, cannot tell sometimes. Like uh, of of course of course it does affect, but uh, this effect is uh, difficult to put a finger on. You get used to all sorts of things like air raid sirens and uh, things like this. When when you like closer when when people who are in Kharkiv, for example, they are used to like uh, occasional uh, shelling's uh, of neighborhoods, like almost daily. Shall They just do some things to mitigate the risks and uh, continue on. Uh, continue on. This is this is how it works. On the emotional level, of course, we we do like most of us already have uh, friends uh, or. Uh, uh, people look like clo- close ones, loved ones, who have been uh, directly affected. Uh, either either they were in the war zone um, as uh, as civilians and had to flee or couldn't flee, or they were in front line, they are already injured and, and dead from among people we know. And uh, we have some familiar places which have been destroyed by the war. And uh, the amount of these uh, effects, like the scale, it's still unknown to us to some degree.
0: Yeah, thanks for sharing the thoughts because I mean, they're also really personal. And I also can imagine or I wonder because as you said, the more far away you are, the more relaxed or also nervous you can be. Eventually the organization is really big. There are people who were giving interviews or shopping or transfer good somewhere and there are the people who are actually on the front lines and fight are you talking with them from time to time is it are they kind of could do we consider them part of the initiative and is there some exchange how they feel how they're doing what do they think is important do you know what i mean
1: uh, yeah, well, for now we have like this uh, system when uh, we have like these uh, units so or individuals which, uh, which we are in direct, uh, direct contact with and, and which we support like, uh, on a constant basis and these have like, uh, Contact people who are in direct contact with them. So, like, not not all of us are in direct contact with uh, with the people on the front line, uh, uh, which is like uh, it's both for for security reasons and uh, for the reasons of not uh, uh, taking too much of uh, like airtime, not not to distract people who are on the front line from uh, their daily tasks. But yeah, we we of course uh, we do get uh, feedbacks from uh, from the people. We already have some. Uh, Uh, guys who are wounded and now uh, on the uh, medical facilities and we uh, have some some people have been uh, captured fortunately and with them we don't uh, don't have any direct contact unfortunately yeah and uh, with with people who are in different capacities in different areas both uh, on the front line itself or a bit farther from it and people, yeah, people take. Of, of course, like on a personal level, we also have like uh, people we we know who are in different, uh, either units uh, or in uh, like in, in different capacities in different in different places, uh, and uh, which uh, share some stories. And uh, so, yeah. So, and, and there are different stories, both uh, both good and and bad. And uh, like you you hear different stories, and sometimes like they kind of have like. Kind of opposite moods, uh, like, uh, let's say, is like, you, you, one of, uh, some, some of them are like very optimistic, uh, and uh, others are less so. Um, it, it all very much depends.
0: Okay, thanks. I would come back to something you mentioned at the beginning about the, or which is one of your goals in the initiative, the visibility of anarchist and anti authoritarian ideas to spread them inside of the society. And I was wondering, do you think that in the last five months it was possible for you to become visible in the society and that people notice your work?
1: Well, uh, on, on a larger scale, of course, we are now inside Ukraine work <laughs> Uh, we're probably more, more visible uh, outside of Ukraine <laughs> than in the, in in it but it's still like yeah we, we, we have a lot of uh, work to do in that respect to become more visible but at the same time we, we do like maintain uh, media presence and yeah on a larger on a scale of, of larger societies there are like now the, the hundreds of uh, volunteer initiatives do different uh, uh, things like either support uh, people on the front line or do some Humanitarian work, etc cetera, etc cetera. of course we're kind of on this big big scale we we are just one of a lot of uh, of different initiatives at the same time like its uh, we, we do have like direct contacts with uh, some uh, individuals or groups uh, like on the ground both in, in some hospitals for example in Krivi Riga, uh, with uh, some people in uh, trade unions uh, several of them uh, and uh, uh, other like individuals on the organizations uh, which already like know who we are know what we stand for and if we count just by uh, some subscribers on uh, on media channels it, it's not uh, it's not many uh, but this uh, like closer contact they some Sometimes maybe more valuable in in long term, in my opinion, because like it creates like longer, more uh, stable uh, connections, which uh, which will not be like uh, which which will stay stay intact uh, for 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 probably a long time, and which uh, could become a basis for further promotion of. our ideas and of uh, like further building up of some uh, structures, which which whichever shape those uh, structures will take.
0: Okay, cool. What would you, comrades from abroad and from all around the world, what is your wish um, towards them?
1: Well, the wish, <laughs> uh, wish or uh, advice is both. <laughs> Yep. Okay uh, so I'm mostly doing like this uh, media work and uh, part of it is uh, connecting with different initiatives abroad participating in, in uh, the online discussions etc etc and uh, sometimes I hear not not just I like we we people who do uh, hear some uh questions about geopolitics about uh like what about nato et cetera et cetera, and like trying to equalize and to present like this war as a uh, as war between like two imperialisms et cetera et cetera and uh I just wish to like for our comrades abroad to think about the war in ukraine on a personal on a more not personal level but uh on a more think about not not think about uh, geopolitics as much as about uh, you, uh people on the ground try to to like uh help in in uh, in any way they can because in this uh like in this case it's uh not the position where you should do, like uh you know, uh, be picky about, uh, and try to, to like, uh, not, not, not to join any sites because it's not perfect and, uh, uh, to look like for like, uh, for the site, which would be perfect, perfect conditions. And, uh, in real life, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, now, like, we have tend to be like, uh, for now, like, allies. It so happens, like, uh, in fact, like, allies of, of Ukrainian state against Russian state, because it's not like equally bad states. These are not equally bad states. It's like one state with, uh, pretty bad but but functioning representative democracy and with the neoliberal government but uh, with a certain level of freedom even uh, under martial law still can criticize the government for example and russia on the other hand is now like the pretty much uh, fascist regime which uh, they didn't uh, introduce martial law but uh, level of uh, military censorship now is much bigger and level of oppression uh, in the in Russia is slow, much higher than than even in Ukraine, which is more affected by the war than russia and and in occupied territories happens like the people which like like bo- borders some something which which borders uh, uh with the definition of uh, genocide I like hate to to throw the uh, words like this but it it does like by by many By many accounts and by many criteria, it already either meets or is uh, like uh, almost meeting those criterias and uh, there is huge humanitarian catastrophe going on Uh, First of all, on uh, Russian occupied territories, but also on uh, uh, other Ukrainian territories, because of the war uh, and the level of destruction is very high. And like even even if you're not comfortable with, for example, like directly supporting uh, military effort, like uh, etc. But uh, there are there are still a lot of. Of things you can do without compromising your own uh, ideals. Like, if you're not comfortable with uh, supporting uh, military effort, uh, you can support humanitarian cause. You can uh, spread information uh, about what's going on. And uh, first of all, like, the biggest, biggest wish, biggest advice is uh, to actually listen not to abroad experts but listen to the voices in ukraine first of all like if uh, something is unclear or some things like uh, seem uh catchy or something like first of all like ask ask your comrades in ukraine about their opinion first of all rather than than do like uh, because i've seen some uh some online research uh, about like based on on some facebook publications some some bad bad things about uh, whatever and this is like this is just bad bad work with with facts first of all sometimes and uh, so yeah first of all listen listen to the voices from here to make your opinion about what's
0: going on and how can people support you right now with the initiative solidarity collectors
1: well we already have uh, our new uh, media media channels in uh, on telegram uh, instagram facebook twitter we encourage you to subscribe uh, have uh, accounts for uh, donations you can also contact us uh, directly and if you have any any specific ideas about the ways you can help uh, or if you want to help like more directly and we can uh, figure something out about like what what can be brought or or, or bought, uh, et cetera, etc etc. So yeah, with with these sorts sort sort of things.
0: Do you have any thoughts um, you would like to add? We didn't yeah talked about yet.
1: I guess uh, one of them would be that these things. Yeah, we we were all kind of hoping that this uh, war will end soon. Apparently, it won't. Uh, anytime soon so we are in uh, for a long uh, long ride so to speak so the most important thing now is to build uh, some uh, like sustainable network sustainable organizations like uh, so it can can, can work in the long term and also to expand to create like some networks or initiatives uh, not just in ukraine but most importantly outside of ukraine because uh, uh, this what what's happening in ukraine right now it will probably affect like have huge effects on uh, the rest of 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 the world so we need to be uh, prepared for that and uh, to be ready for some shit to go down to have uh, some mutual aid networks etc etc to to be able to contract uh, to mitigate risks uh, for 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 people in the movement to uh, expand the movement to 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 promote the ideas uh, to just to help people uh, to like, which which would be affected by this so yeah mm, it is uh, it is important uh, important and difficult time for for all of us uh, so it's uh, important to stay stay strong and uh, stay uh, organized uh, as, as as uh, much as we can but uh, also yeah also don't forget to enjoy life a little bit uh, because uh, yeah it is uh, life is short Try to enjoy it because it's uh it's uh, for, for practical reasons as well because it helps you to go on uh yeah and it is important in, in, in long term
0: <laughs> thanks it was a really li- nice uh, last thought uh, I would add one more thought from my side. Um For all the solidarity work, there's a lot of money needed. So whoever did not donate yet or they still have something left, it's really important to donate. We will put in the show notes the possibilities where you can send your money. And then, yeah, Yuri, thanks a lot for the interview and for your thoughts.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And yeah, I wish all of us, a lot of energy to keep on going with this solidarity work, with this fight for uh, liberation and uh, anarchist society. (laughs) See you soon. Ciao. Ciao.
1: Thank you. Thank you again.